Hello and welcome to today's one and only podcast where I'll be talking about the element discovered in 1881 by Carl Stefford, cesium-137. The name originates from the Latin word cesius, which means sky blue, and refers to the color of the two shades of blue on where it lies on the light spectrum. Cesium's atomic number is 137, it has 55 protons, 82 neutrons, and its method of decay is beta. Cesium is a decay of barium-137 with 56 protons, and because of the beta decay, the mass number is not changed, but one proton is lost. Two cesium atoms are walking down the street. One says, oh my god, I think I lost an electron. The second asks, are you sure? The first one replies, I'm positive. The physical half-life of cesium-137 is 30 years, much shorter than it takes to complete the game. This means that 30 grams of cesium is spread into the environment. It will take 30 years to decay into 15 grams and 60 years to decay into 7.5 grams and so on. The biological half-life of cesium-137 can be anywhere from 70 to 100 days if ingested into the body. Cesium is produced through beta decay and is a byproduct of nuclear fission and nuclear fission in nuclear reactors and weapons. Nuclear fission is when two light and unstable nuclei form into one heavy and stabler nucleus. The elements that go through this process can be thorium, uranium, especially in nuclear reactor fuel rods, and plutonium. Most sources of cesium-137 either come from radiation therapy machines and nuclear weapon testings, especially from the 1950s to 60s, when nuclear weapon testing began to become very popular among countries and their militaries. One specific example of the spread of cesium-137 is the 1985 Goiana scrap metal incident that took place in Brazil. Two men were looking to find and sell scrap metal and broke into an abandoned hospital. In this abandoned hospital, they found a radiation therapy device and took the scrap metal, but didn't know that it contained around 30 grams of cesium. The men, unaware of this radioisotope, sold it to a junkyard owner who eventually fell ill because of the exposure to the radioisotope, along with all the clients who were interested at the scrap metal and looked at it. Due to the spread of cesium, some people did end up dying, and if you were to ask a human form of cesium-137 to help solve the problem, it would probably reply with barium. Today, cesium-137 is still used in radiation therapy, but more, more controlled. Specifically, it is used in a sealed way. It is used in brachytherapy with a success rate of 90% and has two variations of treatment. Cesium-137 helps cure bile, duct, brain, lung, eye, skin, soft tissue, neck, and other types of cancers. Brachytherapy is the procedure of inserting a small tube that consists of cesium-137 along with other radioisotopes into the body near a tumor. The tube will release radiation, normally of a gamma ray, according to a doctor's prescription and actively weaken the tumor to the point of easy removal or killing it off entirely. In high-dose therapy for two weeks, the tube containing the radioisotope is in the body and the patient does not have to be under medical supervision. And also, due to the control of the cesium-137, the patient should feel little to no discomfort allowing them to continue with their daily routines and activities. Whereas with chemotherapy, the body is weakened and the patient is limited to their extracurriculars, although there are plus and minuses to both.
In low-dose therapy, the tube stays in the patient for a long time, and the patient is often put on anesthesia due to there being a stronger resistance with the medication. One last thing I'd like to add is that cesium-137 has many ethical benefits and non-benefits. Cesium-137 in small doses is used to treat cancer via brachytherapy and other types of cancer treatments. Helping cure cancer is really important to society. However, cesium-137 in uncontrolled amounts can cause worsening of cancer in case of intense gamma radiation and many symptoms of burning, radiation sickness, and potentially death. So this brings up the ethical debate of should you use it if there are this many downsides, but at the same time, many benefits. What is Cesium and Iodine's favorite TV show to watch? CSI. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast about Cesium 137. Hope you learned something and have a wonderful day.